this video, I'm gonna be sharing with you the three things you must give up to experience the shift in consciousness. These are gonna be things that, if you start to give up, will radically transform your life. Welcome back to another video. My name is Aaron and I help people expand their consciousness. Now in this video, I'm going to be sharing with you those three things you must give up to experience the shift in consciousness. And when I say the shift in consciousness, this is something that is going to help you to see things from a higher perspective, from a new way of being. Think of it like your whole entire life you may have been living in reaction to your environment. You may have been living at the effect of everything that's happening. You may have been living from a perspective of always wanting more, of things not being good the way they are now, of feeling like you're not enough. You may have been living your life like that. However, when you experience the shift, the shift in consciousness, everything begins to change. Now the truth is, is this is within you right now. It's just a matter of becoming aware of it and starting to live from this centered part of you. So just to give this a little bit of uh, context, the shift experience is something that I'm creating right now. The shift experience is also a metaphor for understanding how to create a shift in consciousness for yourself. However, the shift experience is also that of a program that I'm currently creating as well as a movement that I am creating and I'll be going around the world doing, going on tours, speaking about this and doing workshops on it. If you want to be the first to know about when the shift experience goes live, you'll see a link in the top of the description box below and it's something that I think is going to help a lot of people to shift into a higher level of consciousness. Now, let me first off say that shifting consciousness does not have to mean that we become enlightened, although there are some aspects of it that are enlightening, but it is about understanding who we really are at a fundamental level because even people that are enlightened will tell you that it's not so much that you can attain enlightenment because once again, if we want to attain something, it means that we're trying to become and go somewhere that we're not when enlightenment is actually about more being here in the present moment. However, just to give this a little bit of context, back about uh, before 2012, that was when I went through a spiritual awakening and I started to experience the shift in consciousness. I used to feel a lot of resistance because of my past, a lot of resistance because of uh, the way I identified myself, the labels that I had. And then what happened is I started to simply observe my thoughts. I remember that I simply decided I was going to learn meditation because where I was, I just knew that meditation could help me because I had, uh, at the time, what was called ADHD. I was taking Adderall for it, read up online and found the benefits of doing meditation, saw that it would pretty much give me the results that I wanted without the harsh side effects of Adderall, which is the prescription I was taking at the time. And then that drove me to learn meditation. I learned meditation within two or three days, my life started to change. I started to feel completely completely different. I remember that within what I'm about to share with you, when I was walking around my room about a week later, I remember walking around thinking, is this too good to be true? I felt on average about a majority of the time before the shift in consciousness, I felt at about a three to a five out of 10. And then what happened is I learned how to observe my thoughts. I learned how my beliefs were creating my reality. I learned how to become more present to the moment and to say yes to the present moment. And then all of a sudden I feel 
like I'm at a majority of the time about a seven or an eight out of 10. I felt really good and I, I thought that the feeling was gonna go away. It never went away, it just became my natural set point. Now of course it still fluctuates, if I get frustrated it still bobs down a little bit, but the emotions, the negative emotions I feel now are much higher than that of the positive emotions I would feel back in the day. So this is about raising the vibration, raising our vibrational state of consciousness, understanding that we are not just the ego. We live our whole life normally as the ego and because of that, we experience more and more from that paradigm, from the paradigm of things happening to us and that is when the shift begins to happen. So the first thing you must give up to experience this shift in consciousness is your story and beliefs that don't serve you your story and your beliefs that don't serve you. I used to have a story and even now I explain this story so that every people have a reference experience that they can also go through a similar thing but some people see me and when I'm talking about you know I used to be quote unquote the victim. I used to be at the effect of everything else because between the ages of 7 to 15 I had an abusive ex-stepmom in my life and she's someone that has borderline personality disorder. She'd be very angry. My dad's a firefighter, so he was gone 24 hours a day, so me and my brother were left alone with her a lot of the time. She brainwashed us into not liking our mom, so we wouldn't see our mom that often. Uh, then she, it was like me and my brother were just allowed to work outside all day. A lot of times we weren't allowed in the house. If we were, we, all we would do is we'd eat a bowl of cereal, and then we'd eat a TV dinner at night. We weren't allowed to watch TV. If we wanted to watch TV, we had to sneak in the house. One of us would have the remote and would be have the channel, the remote on the button for last so that if somebody came home, we could put it back to the last channel, turn off the TV, run outside, pretend like we were outside the whole time. So that was the only time we were allowed to watch TV. We had to sneak watching TV. Uh, we weren't allowed to eat very much. It was just, we weren't allowed to go to, we had to earn going to school. If we got in trouble, uh, we weren't allowed to go to school activities like band camp or something like forensics debate tournaments. So it was until 15 years old that my dad divorced her. And even after he divorced her, all of a sudden, me and my brother have all this freedom. We're allowed to have friends. We're allowed to eat what we want. We're allowed to like do normal stuff, like watch TV and stuff like that. And even after that though, five or six years after that, I still felt a lot of resistance. I still felt like, why did this all happen? I still felt like I wasn't worthy. And consequently enough, I kept attracting people in my life that represented my ex-stepmom, who was a very angry person. I had a manager. Later on, that was the same type of personality. She would talk down to people, she was protected by upper management, so she was able to do that, and it took years for her to get fired. But you wanna know when she got fired? She got fired within a week of me learning this kind of meditation. It's not even a meditation, this shift in consciousness, me becoming aware of my old story and becoming at peace with it and letting it go, because eventually, the pain from that old story led me to then becoming more present to the moment and seeing that it led to my spiritual awakening. So I was able to reframe all of that stuff that happened in the past, I was able to reframe it. And when I reframed it, that's when everything began to change. But I had to let go of the story and the attachment I had to what happened to me because I had this whole narrative in my mind that this stuff is happening to me. I was at the victim, I was at the effect of everything that was happening. At the time as well, when I went through that shift in consciousness, I had a belief and the belief that I had was that there was something wrong with me because I was identified as someone that had ADHD. I went to a doctor, they gave me Adderall, 
took that because I had a lot of energy and then what happened was is I felt resistance because I was like, why do I have this? And I felt like I needed Adderall in order to focus at work and I worked at Nordstrom's and Women's Shoes so it was like a commission based job so I would take the Adderall and make a lot of money but then I would crash at night, couldn't sleep very much, couldn't eat very much, it felt horrible. So what I eventually realized is that I identified myself and thought of myself and thought it was a negative thing to have a lot of energy. I reframed that, I reframed that story and when I reframed that story I started to let go and I started to see that instead what I could do is I could start to just balance out my energy every day. So I got a house that has grass over there. I live in Vegas. There's not much grass in backyards, believe it or not, in Vegas. It's mainly just dirt. So I actually have a house with grass so I can ground myself every day so that I can meditate as well. I meditate two times a day. That's what I do now and I reframed that of the way I view myself and I realized when I started to observe my thoughts, not control them but observe them, I started to become aware of all the stories I had about every different subject in my life. I had a story about money, the way money works. I believed that money was evil for a long time because of the way that money isn't backed by gold and because thinking that there were major corporations, because money is corporation, all of this stuff but that story didn't serve me so I became aware of the story and I decided to let it go. I decided to change my narrative about it. Same thing when it comes to relationships. I had a certain way I viewed relationships because I saw my dad go through two divorces and because of that it was a certain narrative I had about that and what I had to learn to do was to observe that and then let that go and to see that didn't, that did not have to be my reality. You know, that was something that really transformed my own life is because I realized that beliefs create reality, that everything on the outside is a reflection of the inside. So when I became aware of the stories, it wasn't that I resisted the story, it was more so that I allowed the story to be there and as I allowed it to be there and I allowed myself to feel the emotions that came up, it then started to dissipate. The power over it in the present moment started to dissipate. Oh, I am the way I am because of my past. That is about understanding that you are who you choose to be in the present moment. The only time your past has power over you is if you haven't completed it yet, meaning you haven't felt the emotions of what happened, the emotions have been suppressed, then what you do is you bring those emotions up, you relive that experience or what you do is you just let go of it. You understand it. You see that it served you. You're able to reframe it and then you're able to let it go. So that's when things really begin to change. If I can share with you one belief that if you change can totally change your life, it would be simply know that you can shift from victim mentality into understanding that you create your own reality from your beliefs. That would be the main change because if the world is happening to you, there's not much power but if you shift into being present to the moment, understanding that you have the power based on the beliefs and the meaning you give things in life, that's where everything begins to change. Now, the second thing you must give up in order to experience the shift in consciousness is the ego's attachment to being right. Here is the truth about reality. Reality is a reflection of what we believe it to be. Now, normally we think that our beliefs, that our notions about life is in a certain way, that it is a certain framework to it. That framework is based on reference experiences or it's based on concepts. But here's the thing, we've never actually experienced a concept. We've only experienced something but a lot of times we have these attachments to quote unquote what happened. For example, maybe when you were six or seven years old you experienced what you thought was a social trauma. You went and you peed your, class, you peed your pants in front of class for example. You experienced a social trauma. That's what you tell yourself for years and years and years and the ego is so attached to it. Here's the truth of the matter though. You never actually experienced a social trauma. A social trauma is just a concept 
concept on the mind. It's just a concept. It's an idea. All that happened is you had an experience where you peed your pants. Anything that else that we tag onto that is going to be the story. It's going to be the weight. It's going to be what causes the person to feel resistance in the present moment right now, even though that may have happened 20, 30 years ago. So this is about being aware of the attachment we have to the ego's perspectives. Also understand that the ego wants to be right. This is not about becoming right. This is about understanding that anything we believe to be true is reflected back to us. So whatever evidence we look for, we will find evidence of that. This isn't about what is right. This is about what is efficient, what is working. So instead of asking that question, what is true, what is untrue, understand that all truths are true. Meaning whatever somebody believes to be true will always be reflected back to them. That's why some people may have a certain belief, some people may have a different belief, and both people could be right depending upon the perspective that you look from. So it's about understanding this is never a question of what is true or untrue. This is a question about what is efficient for you. It's a question about what is working for you. Does it work? Is it efficient? Because if it's not efficient, if it's not working, then maybe you choose to let it go. But understand that the ego always wants to be right. You see, the shift in consciousness is when we go from the ego to the higher self. And when we go and make that shift, everything changes. The ego always wants more. The ego is identified with the past. The ego wants to be right. Most people have walked around their whole entire life trying to be right, trying to justify where they are, trying to keep the same tapes playing over and over again. The ego's job is to keep you to survive. That's it. The ego just wants to survive. And most people have been living their whole entire life as the ego. Even as I speak right now, you might be asking yourself, how does this apply to me? What does this all mean? The me that you're trying to figure it out from may be the ego. And what, I'm in, uh, what I'm encouraging you to do is to be aware of it and to make the choice to observe that. You move from the ability to go into the observation mode. When you go into the observation mode, everything begins to change. Because you move from the seat of the ego, from everything's happening to me, to what does all this mean? What can I get all out of all of this? And to just being present to the moment. Whatever you get from this video, you get. That's it. Doesn't have to be doesn't have to be something that is put on a pedestal, doesn't have to be something that has to be figured out right now. Just absorb the information. You see a shift in consciousness is about understanding your ego. Not in a negative way, not like you know, the ego's bad, the ego's horrible. Just be aware that it's one aspect. It's the part of you, it's the avatar, it's part of your life experience. At a higher level of consciousness, you are unconditional love and bliss. That is who you are. But when we come to earth, when we incarnate, what happens is we have these experiences where we identify with what's happening. We have these experiences that lower our vibrational frequency. We have these experiences of that of social conditioning. And that bogs us down into a level of consciousness to where then things are happening to us. We identify with this reaction mode. We identify with being at the effect and then we go around thinking that that's the way the world is. You see, the shift in consciousness is about going from buying in and agreeing to the notions and the beliefs about reality that you have adopted and then simply deciding that you are going to make your own. How do you relate to life? Not how does everyone else relate to life and how, how did you learn, but how do you relate to life? Reality is what you believe to be true. Reality is just a reflection. 
And the more we realize how malleable life is, the more ma malleable life will become. So it's about having that awareness. Now the third thing you must do to experience the shift in consciousness is to move from having and doing into being. Have, do, be. These are the three things. Normally what people think is once I can have something, then I can do something, then I can be something. Or once I can do something, then I can have something, then I can be something. And we all have it all mixed up. We think that's the way reality works. In actuality, it works the other way around. You must first be the way you prefer to be and be present to the moment. Then you can have and do that which you want. So this is just about turning that around because this is the difference. If we flip that around, the ego wants to do and have. The ego says, I want to do this, I want to, I want to have this. And the ego is then trying to do it. And if you're trying to do it, you are emphasizing that you are not currently there. And in that emphasizing that, you feel resistance. You are also saying no to the present moment because if you want to have or do something, you are saying that over there is better than over here. Now the key is saying yes to the present moment and choosing to first off be in the present moment and then be the way that you prefer in the present moment right now and then you can have and do whatever you want. But we must flip the script. This isn't necessarily just that of fake it till you make it or act as if, although it could be, but it's saying yes to the present moment as well. It is not resisting the present moment. If you don't have a lot of money in your life and you want more money, do not try to have or do in order to get there. Say yes to whatever you've currently created. Say yes to it and as you say yes to whatever you've created, you can be present to the moment and then you can be the way that you prefer. It's just one extra step. The extra step is saying yes to the present moment, absorbing the present moment, being. And when you are being the way you prefer to be, that's where things begin to change. I could say, I want to have one million followers and subscribers on social media. I want to be, I want to have that. I want to do and travel the world and speak. Now, those might be desires I have. But I must first be that which I prefer to, I prefer to be. I must first in, soak in the moment. Say yes to what is right now. Make daily videos because that version of me is that what I am doing. And embody the present moment right now. And the more I focus on body and saying yes to this moment, the more those things will come anyways. It's a paradox. But understand that the more you give up and you let go of trying to have and trying to do and instead you just are, you always get in life a reflection of who you are, that's when things in your life will begin to change in a very powerful way. So the three things you must give up to experience the shift in consciousness is your story, identification to the past, understanding your beliefs create your reality, let go of what beliefs don't serve you. Secondly, understand your ego, your ego's perspective, trying to understand it all, your ego's perspective of always wanting to be right. The only prerogative of your ego is to survive. Be aware of that. Then make the shift into a new way of being connected to the higher self and then you can let go of having, of doing and you can be. Be who you are. Enlightenment is not an attainment, it is a realization. Everything life in your life is what you believe it to be. Everything in your life has only the meaning that you give it. 
This is the shift. This is the shift in consciousness. If you want to experience the shift that is coming, go ahead and you'll see the link in the top of the description box below. You can sign up for that. Also, I'll be doing more live Q&As on Instagram. So if you want to interact with me there, I also post daily content there as well. You're going to follow me there as well. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed this video. Feel free to like this video if you liked it. Subscribe if you haven't already. Hit the little notification gear next to the subscribe button so that you can see the daily vids that I do. And other than that, as always, peace, much love, and namaste.